Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Now I'm like an escape convict. I'm <laughs> running across this big road, and, and my wife is looking at me. You're insane. And Good thing you played Frogger younger. Huh? It was awful. Class is in. Rock School Radio Show. Another weekend is done. It's Monday to us. It's Thursday or Sunday to you, but we are sitting here recording this puppy. My name's Joe Burns. You is? Monique Gregoire. Hello, Monique. Good morning. Another, another good weekend? Did you have a good one? Good. Did you? Very, very busy. Yeah? We had stopped. A, we had a fire at my house. I heard about that. Yeah, they just poof right into fire. <laughs> but put on the red helmet and took care of it. But Everybody's other than that, good. everything's good in that. But other than that, a little scare at the house. Fire. Nothing scarier than one of the elements going against you. <laughs> Air, water, fire, something dirt. Yeah. I guess but one of the when one of the elements decides it wants to attack you, it's nerve-wracking. And, and you saw that thing up in Washington where the side of a mountain just slid down and it's killed? I did see that. Again, when the elements decide They've had enough of you. Nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. Fire attacked me, and out there the dirt attacked them. I was Man. good. I was good as far as that's concerned. Do you and the hubby go on a lot of vacations, weekend getaways, things like that? We try to do weekend getaways, as usually well, a couple hours should. away. Put the kids with a babysitter, goodbye, or do the kids go? Hopefully. No, we try to get rid of the kids every now and then. Yes, well, you should. Yeah, you got to get away, and the kids have to learn to be on their own, or they're going to end up being mama's boys, and you don't want that. Exactly. You just don't want that kind of thing. What I have here is a list of rock and roll hotels. Now, tell me the question you immediately asked me before we got started. Was it fake or real? No, they're not fake hotels. How many fake hotels are well, there? Like, I think of Hotel California. When I was growing oh, up, I, I thought Hotel California was like a real place that people went and never left and just basically right. did drugs until they died. And stabbed food with their exactly. steely knives. Okay, I see what you're talking about. Because when you said fake hotel, I thought... Like, what do you mean? Like in the Flintstones? <laughs> do they stay at the Hyatt Rock or something like that? Exactly. No. These are real rock and roll hotels. And I'm telling you these because I'm going to give you a bunch in the United States and some overseas. If you are, and this is sort of a dream of mine, wouldn't it be fun if we had time to just go and stay in these rock hotels? Absolutely. Right, That'd be awesome. See if you can't get into the room right. where these things happened. Let's begin with one. We'll stay with one that's local. Okay. Have you ever walked by or seen St. Peter's Guest House, New Orleans? It would be at 1005 St. Peter's Street. I've heard of it. Okay, I've that at that least pass. Yeah, St. Peter's Street at least tells you where it is. It's in the French Quarter. Right. Okay. What happened there? Johnny Thunder, bassist for the New York Dolls, died there in 1991. Really? Bad drug deal. Mm. It was one of these <laughs> where he was trying to get cocaine, but was probably given heroin from some bad drug dealers. And when you snort heroin, wham, right yeah. into the system. And he think. was 
thinking it was cocaine and such. The the story goes that D.D. Ramone took a call from Thunder and then said he got mixed up with some bad guys. Hey, mm-hmm. help me, help me. His body was found a few days later under a coffee table. The story goes from Mink DeVille that he was found under the coffee table holding a guitar, you know, in a rock you know, position. You wonder how he got under that. Oh, I'm sure table. he was having convulsions. I mean, with what he did to his body. But in reality, no, he simply died under there. There was no rock position, no guitar in his hand. Gotcha. He was brought out, sort of bent up and convulsed. Mm-hmm. But if that moves you, you can still go down to St. Peter's Guest House, New Orleans, and stay in the room. Where Johnny Thunder died, it's said that he still haunts the room. That's something I definitely want to do. Yeah, and if Absolutely. you go to New Orleans, every third thing is haunted. Oh, yes. So, here's Trash. It's a New York Dolls right here on Rock School. Trash won't pick it up. Talking rock and roll hotels here on Rock School today. Have you been out to Los Angeles? I have not. I did. We were, my wife and I were then continuing on to Hawaii, mm-hmm. but we spent three days in Los Angeles and she said, you know, this is yours. This is your world. <laughs> I walked the Sunset Strip. I went to all the places that anything rock and roll had ever happened. Right. I wanted to hit a couple of hotels. One of them was the Continental Hyatt House, L.A. Ever heard of it? I have not. The Riot House, it's called. I have heard probably the Riot heard House. That now. Right. Okay. The ending scene in Spinal Tap is filmed on the roof of the Riot House. Oh, okay. Where, you know, I've always wanted to do a set of my acoustic stuff with the London <laughs> Symphony Orchestra. That scene is shot on the top of the Riot House. I went in couple pictures in the you know in the lobby mm-hmm. picked up a card you know that that said right. it didn't say the riot house it said continental hyatt house you can't miss it mm-hmm. i mean it's a monster of a of a hotel 257 rooms 8401 sunset boulevard west hollywood california it's it's that opening scene again in 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 Spinal Tap, I'm just as God made me, sir. <laughs> Zeppelin would rent out as many as six floors in this hotel in the mid to late 70s. Bonham was reported to have driven a motorcycle through the hallways in this thing. In the film Rockstar, mm-hmm. Izzy Cole, the character, does exactly that. Um, room 1015 bears the distinction of being where Rolling Stone's guitarist Keith Richards threw a TV out of the window. That's awesome. That's the first person supposedly That's a did true it. rock star there. There you go. Slipknot frontman, of course, he Taylor attempts suicide by jumping from the eighth floor in November 2003, but was stopped from doing it. Little Richard lived in room 319 of the hotel through Mm -hmm. most of the 1980s and 1990s. And Jim Morrison was apparently evicted by management for hanging out the window by his fingertips dangling over the pavement. Wow. What was he on? (laughs) What wasn't he on? And we got to play a song for it. Lemmy wrote the song Motorhead on one of the hotel balconies in the middle of the night using Roy Wood's Ovation Acoustic Guitars. So we can play that song for you. But if you get out to Los Angeles, the Riot House. That's a must. And, you know... While I stood there taking pictures, you could see some of the desk clerks rolling, and you could hear them rolling their eyes. They're probably so used to it. Here is Motorhead. Motorhead. Here on Rock School.
not coming out of Motorhead. You think coming out of Motorhead, we're going to go into another monstrous hotel with lots of rock and roll people and of ripping course. the walls out, right? That's all you hear about. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, you actually researched this one. I did. I thought this one was quite funny. Take us to Massachusetts, Monique. Uh, Stoneover Farm, Lenox, Massachusetts. It's just a little B&B. Uh, but the people that have stayed there, Motley Crue, Poison, Ted Nugent, Twisted Sister, and Blue Oyster Cult. Jimi Hendrix as well. I have ah. Hendrix. I did the same thing here. <laughs> it, if, when you... When you Add them all up. The woman who owns it states at least 25 gold and platinum records have come through her bed and breakfast. That's awesome. It's close enough that you don't have to stay in a hotel. You're out in a tranquil setting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not every rock star wants to sit around and, and drink beer and, I don't know, sacrifice rabbits. <laughs> what's great is based on the list here, it's like Motley Crue Poison. Really? Like, y'all want to get away for a little while? Of course they do. You would think, you got to know that these people are not these people off stage. Right. You have to think after a while, you know, uh, if you don't mind, I'd really just like some eggs and to sit on the back porch and listen to nature. (laughs) And this is one of the places they know they can get away. And I got to believe that if you are the owner of one of these things, rock bands learn very quickly whether you will keep your mouth shut Oh, or I'm not. Sure. You know, when Ted Nugent is coming in, he'll learn very quickly whether you will keep your mouth shut or whether you will run to the press. Mm-hmm. And if you keep your mouth shut, that's why the crew, Poison, Cult, Sister, right. they start to come because you they know they can get in, they can get out, mm-hmm. and you don't you don't open your mouth at all. Right. Which is why they keep coming. Nice quiet place away from paparazzi and everything else. I wanna go there. <laughs> Blue oyster cult, burning for you. At least not at the B&B here in Rock School. All right, first break here on Rock School. Let's stay in California. Well, actually, we did Massachusetts. Let's go back to California. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're interested, Graham Parsons died at the Joshua Tree Inn in California, Joshua Tree Park. Okay, it's still open. If you want to wait, there's a a waiting list, but if you want to wait, you need room eight. Room eight is where Graham Parsons, well, he overdosed. He didn't die in the room as far as I know. They got him or attempted to get him to a hospital. That's where he passed away. But the heroin and cocaine speedball fest took place in room eight. And where they placed, where his body funeral pyre occurred, they placed a stone element. I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, the, the thing that lies flat on the ground. It wouldn't be a tombstone, but whatever okay. that thing is called. Like a marker kind right. of thing? Right. They picked that up and brought it back to the Joshua Tree Inn. Huh. So it's there as well. So you can go see that. Now, what were you going to ask me about? Alright, so going against this whole fake or real, yes. I found out that the Heartbreak Hotel is real. It's real. It's not only real, I've stayed there. <laughs> Get your husband to take you to Memphis. You've never oh, been to the King's house. I have not. He's been down oh, to take me for years. It is wonderful. And what's what's even better, go at Christmas. Number one, there's nobody there. Okay. Absolutely nobody there. Or there wasn't when we went. And we were there, I think, two days before Christmas. Okay. We stayed at the Heartbreak Hotel. We stayed in a room that had a heart-shaped bed, which is the dumbest thing we've ever done. You can't <laughs> you can't sleep on it. But if you go on, you you also can go all out. Like there's a heart shaped pool, and it's oh, supposed yes, to be everything. like 
There's the jungle room. There's everything. Exactly. Um, we we stayed with some people. Actually, went in to see them. Uh, they were in the Lisa Marie room, which has a small, something like twenty five seat theater. Wow. And we were watching Elvis Presley movies with these people in this room, you know, drinking very bad beer and eating <laughs> fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches because room service will make them and bring them to you. That is so much fun. I'm not kidding. And when we went over to his home, uh-huh. over to Graceland, there was nobody there. We had the place to ourselves. Huh. And I remember distinctly one time we had to get from point A to point B mm-hmm. and we'd have had to walk all the way out and around. And the woman just said to us, the woman that we worked at the place said right. to us, why don't you just come on through? We got to walk through the jungle room. Wow. Right. She let us walk through. And it was it, to that day, you know, to this day, it was one of the greatest things of my life. Oh, my God. So I was about to say, did you close your mouth at all oh, at any point? Just, oh, this is so great. Because I said, can I take a picture? No, no. Because apparently she was doing something wrong, too. Oh, I so gotcha. You, you should go. And it's it's right there. There is there is um, Graceland across mm-hmm. the street. There's the Heartbreak Hotel. Oh, that's so fun. Not kidding. KSRQ, Thief River Falls, Minnesota. Thank you so much for running the radio show. Hi, KSKQ, Ashland, Oregon. Wonderful. Get us on Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show, and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute with more places that you can go to, spend the money, stay, and be your own rock star. Drink a little too much and see if you can't get kicked out of the room. Back in a minute on Rock School. All right, coming out of the break, we did not say hello to our sponsor at the top of the hour, and we need to do that. Mariners Inn. Been in Hammond for over 30 years. Uh, they have live music every Thursday. You never know what you're going to get. Classic rock, jazz, mm-hmm. Zydeco sometimes. Mm-hmm. By all means, go and see the Mariners downtown here in Hammond. Thank you very much for sponsoring the Rock School Radio Show. Okay, this one, I have seen that it is going to be turned into, I don't know what you would call it, high-end condos, that kind of thing. It's being taken away as a hotel. Maybe I'm wrong, but I have seen that it's being taken out as a flophouse-type hotel, which is what it was forever. This is the Chelsea, located at 22-2 West 23rd Street, between 7th and 8th Avenues in Manhattan. I've heard of that. Chelsea. Uh, it's a 250-unit hotel, and yes, I've been there. Uh, my wife and I <laughs> used to live about two, two and a half hours outside of New uh, York. We lived in Pennsylvania and would mm-hmm. drive in all the time. I mean, everybody has lived there. Dylan, um, Janis Joplin, Leonard Cohen, Patti Smith, Iggy Pop, Larry Rivers. Uh, Arthur C. Clarke wrote 2001 A Space Odyssey while oh. staying at the Chelsea. Huh. Ginsburg wrote there. Let me see what else I have here. I like the key word, lived. Live. Oh, yeah. They were flop houses that you could live in. I mean, rent them, buy the what have you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who is there? Dylan Thomas died of pneumonia in 53 there. This Mm. is where Nancy Spungen, the girlfriend of Sid Vicious, was found stabbed to death in 1978. 
the Chelsea Effect by Arthur Miller was written there. This thing is is hmm. everywhere. Remember Madonna's 1992 book Sex, where she was naked the whole way through it. Yes, shot in the Chelsea Hotel. Oh. Uh, Andy Warhol's experimental films were shot in the Chelsea Hotel. That makes so much sense. Edie Sedgwick, Viva, Ultraviolet, Mary Woodrow, a Hollywood lawn, and a whole bunch of other Warhol scene people, which is is who is being talked about in Take a Walk on the Wild Side. Mm -hmm. They were all Chelsea people. Uh, So many songs have been written about the Chelsea Hotel. Sarah by Bob Dylan. Dylan, uh, Chelsea Hotel, Dan Byrne. Dear Abby by Kinky Friedman. Chelsea Girl by Nico. Hi-Fi Popcorn by The Revs. Hmm. um, Crow by Jim Carroll Band. Like a Drug I Never Did Before, Joey Ramone. And on and on and on (laughs) and on. This is a place, obviously it will still stand. Right. It's got his, it's got too much history. Right, but it's not going to be what it was. From mm-hmm. what I read, it's going to be turned into high-end places to live because Chelsea is once again becoming hip and cool with yuppies. And exactly. So, Leonard Cohen wrote Chelsea Hotel Number no. 2. Has never said exactly who it's about, but when you listen to the words, it's pretty blatantly about Janis Joplin. Huh. And it sounds like this on Rock School. I remember you well in the Chelsea Hotel You were talking so brave and so sweet Giving me head on I don't need you And all of that jiving around I don't mean to suggest that I loved you the best I can't keep track of each fallen robber I remember you well in the Chelsea Hotel That's all, I don't even think of you that often All right, coming out of the Chelsea Hotel, number two, Leonard Cohen. We'll get back to talking about hotels in just a little bit. As a matter of fact, after we take this break, we are going to start talking about the first hotel that is outside of the United States. But you can still drive to it. You don't have to hold mm-hmm. your breath and go through the water at all. But first, seven days, 70 seconds, doing the names. My name is Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. These are the rock and roll dates, March 24th all the way through March 30th. Something that happened on these dates in the world of rock and roll. I believe you, Monique, have Monday. Go right ahead. March 24th, 1962, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards take the stage for the first time in Ealing, England with their first band, unfortunately named Little Boy Blue and the Blue Boys. God, that's terrible. March 25, 1972, Mata Opal are about to call it quits when friends of the band David Bowie offers to produce their next album, even offering them the song All the Young Dudes. March 26, 1985, after Stevie Wonder's Oscar speech the previous night, at which he dedicated his Best Song Award to Nelson Mandela, South Africa bans all Wonder Records from its nation's radio station. (laughs) March 27, 1973, a routine speeding ticket in New Jersey becomes a real problem for Grateful Dead lead singer Jerry Garcia when police search the car and find a significant quantity of LSD. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) March 28, 1987, The Art of Excellence by Tony Bennett becomes the first album to be initially released on CD instead of traditional vinyl format. There's a piece of trivia for you. March 29, 1968, Glenn Campbell becomes a regular television star overnight when the Smothers Brothers, on whose show he had been a featured regular, give him his own summer replacement show on CBS TV. God, my mother loved him. 
Oh, March 30th, 2005, to wrap it up, Neil Young undergoes successful surgery to remove a brain aneurysm. Gah. All right. Let's, and that wraps up seven days and 70 seconds. All right. Let's go to Montreal, Canada. It's a terrible Canadian accident. Uh, it was an accident. John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Remember their bed in for peace? I do. It took place at the Fairmont, the Queen Elizabeth, Montreal. Mm -hmm. Fine. Can you stay there? Yes. You have to get a hold of Suite 1742. Huh. Now, there's a waiting list as long as your arm, That's what of I was course, about to ask. Right. And every year on the anniversary of John Lennon's death, December 8th, mm -hmm. someone puts down red and white roses. Okay. It's always anonymously, and it's become one of those things where people give money to mm -hmm. you know, put this down. Is there a significance to the colors, the red and the white? I'm not sure. It just simply says that it happens. When you get in there, there are framed gold records, black and white photos of John and Yoko during the bed-in, mm -hmm. uh, and all of that. Okay, let's say you want to stay. How much does it cost? Well, it's only a hundred. Now these numbers have been turned into American dollars. Right. It's only a hundred and thirty dollars per night. Oh, pfft, That's nothing. Nothing. I can spend that. Plus a room tax of two thousand and sixty dollars. It's not bad. So all told, it's two thousand one hundred and ninety dollars to stay for one night. Yeah. Here's the thing, Monique. I'd pay that. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? <laughs> but I know you would. I would. I would pay that. I would have a million pictures taken of me. <laughs> and I would pay it. It's the Ballad of John and Yoko here on Rock School. Standing in the dark at Southampton Trying to get to Holland The way things are going They're going to crucify me Alright, coming out of the Ballad of John and Yoko, Beatles, it's technically only John Lennon, but I really know, like you that have one. to do it. You gotta call it the Beatles. So there mm -hmm. you go. All right, moving along to another hotel that you researched and found out about it. I did. What Chate is it? Chateau Marmont. Chateau Marmont, which of course <laughs> you have a nasty name like Gregoire. You can say it correctly. <laughs> Chateau Marmont. Now this is on 8221. Sunset Boulevard, West Hollywood, mm -hmm. which is the same road that the Riot House was on. Okay. And I have been, since I've been to the Riot House, I've been to Chateau Marmont. Mm -hmm. And getting there was impossible. I don't remember if I was going west to east or east to west, but when I was when I saw the Chateau Marmont, you can see it, it's up on a hill. It's it's hard to miss. Uh -huh. I mean, it's this big, beautiful hotel. And I've seen pictures of it again and again. I'm on the wrong side of the street because mm -hmm. it has this little off rampy type thing to get you to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm on the wrong side of this four lane highway, and then I'm on the wrong side of this little offy ramp thing, which is a two lane <laughs> thing, and I'm thinking to myself, how do I do this? Oh, the heck with it! Now I'm like an escape convict. I'm <laughs> running across this big road, and and my wife is looking at me. You're insane. And Good thing you played running. Frogger younger, huh? It was awful, but I finally <laughs> made it. Let me tell you some of the things that happened at the Chateau Marmont. Uh, John Belushi dies of a drug overdose in one of its bungalows in '82. Montgomery Cliff gets into an auto accident, 1956, near her home. Elizabeth Taylor brings the person to the hotel, leases the penthouse for recuperation. Huh. There you go. Uh, fashion photographer Helmut Newton dies there in 2004 after a car crash. Oh, wow. Right into the side of the wall. F. Scott Fitzgerald suffers a heart attack 
in the Marmol. Um, one of the guitarists with the Red Hot Chili Peppers took up residence there in 1996 and descended into a drug hell that nearly claimed his life. Ketis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I um, did know about that one. Recorded his vocals at, uh, at there. Members of Led Zeppelin rode motorcycles through the lobby. Britney Spears is on their blacklist. Oh, that's great. Did you know that? That's great. They say this is the inspiration for Hotel California, although it is not the hotel that is pictured on the front of the album. And Heath Ledger partied there a week before he died. Oh. Yeah, so. But the one we're going to play, Jim Morrison claims that he spent the eighth of his nine lives there at the <laughs> Hotel Marmont because he was swinging from a drain pipe, attempting to get from one section to another. I'm assuming from one um, balcony to another. Uh-huh. Uh, dropped. Landed on a shed. And hurt himself pretty good. Again, survived because he didn't know but what survived. was going on. You got it. I mean, if you if you can be high and not hurt yourself, I guess. Here is 20th Century Fox, Doors, Morrison. Back was okay when he recorded this here at Rock School. All right, coming into the second break here, have you been to San Antonio, Texas? I have not. You have not. I haven't either. That's one thing. Living down here, I expected that my wife and I would go to Texas a lot more than Mm -hmm. we have. In fact, the only time I've ever been to Texas is I switched planes once in Houston. (laughs) That's it. So technically, I've put feet down in Texas. Yeah, I've been to Houston once to see a concert. Again, I expected we would do more Houston, Dallas San Antonio, Austin, things. Right. We just haven't done it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this one I want to go to. In San Antonio, Texas, is a hotel called the Sheraton Gunner Hotel. Obviously, San Antonio, Texas. Okay. This is the Texan hotel where blues guitarist Robert Johnson recorded his 29 songs. Oh. And there's an old belief, obviously, blues has all kinds of stuff around it. There's mm-hmm. a 30th song. If we can just find the 30th <laughs> song, it's perfection. I don't think so. I think there are 29 songs. Mm-hmm. If you can get in the rooms, producer Don Law recorded Johnson in rooms 413 and 414. Huh. That's where the temporary studio was set up. The story goes that Johnson was just one of a, a slew of bands and singers that were coming in that day, and they would cut right to acetate disc. You would play, mm-hmm. and the needle would cut right into acetate disc. There was your master. You'd cut the, the platters off of that. Mm-hmm. And you were paid you know, a couple of discs and a bottle of whiskey and maybe 15, 20 bucks per <laughs> side. That's it. Right. So Johnson, what they say he did was, when he got there, the... The system was set up so he was sitting in a corner and the Mm -hmm. microphone was in front of him. What Johnson did was turn his back to everybody and put the microphone in the corner so he was singing to the corner of the room, which greatly offended the other musicians that were there and such. So the story goes. Uh I mean, never let the facts get in the way of a good story. But what 
most people believe is that Johnson was not trying to be offensive or shy or anything. He wanted better acoustics. He wanted all the reverberation to come down into that corner. Right. And that's but what I was thinking. Like, why would you be offended? Me too. It was a single microphone. Everything had to get picked up by that single microphone. Mm -hmm. So that's the story that goes on. Uh, he recorded a bunch of songs the first day, and the next day came back, recorded one song, Crossroad Blues, which is the track that, how many times has that thing been recut? Oh, so, yeah. Sheraton Gunter Hotel still stands. If you can get room 413 or 414, you will be where Delta Blues was recorded. Oh. Where it started, I don't know about that, but where it was first recorded. Uh, who's listening to us? I've lost my paper. There it is. Radio Universidad Salamanca, Spain. Who else do we have? WMCE in Erie, Pennsylvania. Fantastic. Back in a minute on Rock School. All right, let me give you a couple here. I'll play something from the second one. Austin Motel, Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. Again, I, I need to get to Austin. I want to go there. South by Southwest just occurred, right? right? There is a vintage motel right outside of Austin called the Austin Motel. Has this huge vintage neon sign, kitschy, quaint, mm -hmm. you know, centrally located. And just about every band that has played Austin has played there. Oh, cool. I mean, apparently, you're not going to find the main people that play. You're not going to find mm -hmm. huge bands. Billy Joel won't be there. Right. But the mid-level bands stay there. And it says here, do not ask at the desk who's there. Don't go searching <laughs> because they are very protective of their people. And you are seen as a poser and will probably be told, get out of our hotel. Huh. Well, that's really. good. And that's why I people agree. keep going back. I agree. And the one I want to talk to you about and play something from, Swingo's Celebrity Inn. This is downtown Cleveland, Ohio. It's now a comfort inn. <laughs> it was called Swingo's. And I remember growing up, Swingo's was sort of the 1970s best place you could go. It was one of these <laughs> where on your 16th birthday... Your mom and dad took you to Swingo's for a steak. <laughs> it really was. It was the it was the, one of the best hotels in Cleveland. It was right downtown, and it was for that time the high end. It says here, huh. uh, you know, Elvis Presley used to book a hundred rooms over three floors. Uh, running up $20,000 bills. Hmm. Keith Moon checked in. Uh, it says here he handcuffed a couple of strangers together <laughs> inside of one of the rooms. Uh, the main people of the 1970s, everybody who played Cleveland, and Cleveland used to be a real major city to play. Hmm. This is where everybody stayed. How big is that hotel? Huge. It was. It's a huge right downtown hotel where all the trains, all the commuter trains come together. Mm -hmm. You walk right up out of the uh, terminal tower, uh -huh. come around the corner, you're looking at Swingos. So that's a lot it's of shag carpet, right? Comfort in. It was, it was 70s <laughs> glorious. Uh, Hunter, uh, Ian Hunter, pardon me, of Mata Hoople said, quote, Swingos was a place, if you remember checking in and out of, you can't remember anything in between. So it was the party place of Cleveland. And Cleveland rocks, according to Ian Hunter, right here in Rock School.
Okay, last break here on Rock School, and we got two more to tell you about. We have a bunch of others that are not in the United States. The chances mm-hmm. of you getting to them, uh, kind of slim. Now, you found another one in West Hollywood, which I didn't go to, which now I'm angry about. What <laughs> is it? I did. The Sunset Marquee in West Hollywood. It's at 1200 Alta Loma, right off the Sunset Strip. So again, Missed it. Yeah. I don't know how. Uh, it actually has a recording studio in the basement to pull in entertainers. How, how did I miss this? I don't know, but now I, you have to go look, right? I even went to the whiskey bar, and I missed this. <laughs> exactly. Oh, angry at myself. Go yeah. ahead. So um, the highlights that I have, Courtney Love left a suicide note in her room. Was that the um, Reznor thing? The Trent Reznor it, thing? It was, yeah. exactly. And then also, David Gahn overdosed on a speedball. Um, his heart stopped for two minutes, but he was revived. Uh, well, I wonder if he had an out-of-death experience. Oh, one of I'm those sure. things, you know. I saw my body. Yeah, that was 1996. <laughs> so. All right, let me tell you about the Phoenix. This one's in San Francisco. Have you ever been to San Francisco? I don't travel a lot, Oh, haven't you? My wife's been to San Francisco, but I haven't, which, again, upsets me. Uh, 6021 Eddy Street, the hotel's website, even pushes that it's a rock and roll hotel. It even says, bring your earplugs. And the staff says that they wouldn't be caught dead at the Ritz. Huge, long run of rock stars who have stayed there. Uh, all names you would know. Uh, but it also states, don't. Ask us who is staying here. Hmm. We are disallowed to tell you, and even if we were allowed to tell you, we would not tell you who Mm -hmm. is staying here. Quote, you'd just as soon get a response out of a Buckingham Palace guard than us. Just simply won't get anything out of it. It's a little tiny place with about 60, 70 rooms, and you're welcome to stay by all means. And if you see somebody, hey, good for you, but don't ask us because we want the rock stars to keep coming back. So some places to go. If you're going around the country, it's going to cost you a little bit more money, but if you want to hopefully bump elbows with somebody, Mm -hmm. this Phoenix apparently is a favorite spot of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So who knows? You may sit there at the kidney-shaped pool, look over, and there's Flea. (laughs) Hi, Flea. Sing Californication. My name is Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. See you next week. And believe it or not, next week is the seventh year anniversary of this here Rock School Radio Show. Oh, yeah. Hot dog. Happy birthday to us. Uh, Californication. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Class is dismissed.